0: Hi, I'm Scott Graham, your host of the Follow Your True Azimuth Micro Podcast. Thanks for being with us and listening to the story from our guest, Charles Deist. Charles is a writer, sailboat captain, and radio producer living in the San Francisco Bay Area. Do you prefer Charles or Charlie? Actually, call me Charlie. Well, Charlie, welcome to the show. Hey, Scott.
1: Thanks for having me
0: on. Charlie, tell us about a time when you struggled to follow your true azimuth.
1: A time I struggled to follow my true azimuth was when I was in the grips of early recovery from marijuana addiction. I had come back from a brief stint on the East Coast to my hometown of Berkeley, where I had some roots, some community, and a friend who was willing to put me up for the time that I was really struggling to just get clean and, and find clarity from a place of sobriety rather than what I had been doing, which hadn't been working for months, which was basically trying this experiment of trying to stay high all the time. And I realized that in the course of abusing marijuana, I had actually dulled my sensitivity, the, the, the endocannabinoid system, which we all have internally, that gives us this sense of novelty, wonder, uh, many other functions of the endocannabinoid system, I had really been bombarding it with these exogenous cannabinoids from smoking smoking marijuana, smoking cannabis all the time, and I had lost the ability to experience wonder. So I, I was pulled in all these different directions. I, I had kind of leftover ambitions and dreams from when I had still been smoking, and I would write down these little notes about what I wanted to do, and and I felt like I was, at times, on the right course, as long as I could get that external hit. But as soon as that was taken away from me, I suddenly was left questioning whether I actually did have a purpose in life. And at that time, I was uh, living in my friend's backyard. He had a little shack that he called the dumpster, because it was shaped roughly the size, and Uh, dimensions of a dumpster, and it actually was located in a place where he used to keep a dumpster, so it was rather fitting that I I ended up, you know, here in this space that was less than ideal, you know, I I couldn't go on dates or uh, felt like I was just completely exiled from the world around me, and yet I had these dreams, I still had them written down in my notebooks, and I would come back to these notebooks time and time again, Uh, hoping that I would find the inspiration that I needed to get back on my feet. And it took time. It took sitting with this discomfort, sitting with the spaciousness of my desires, which couldn't be fulfilled because I didn't have the capacity to fulfill them. And yet with time, I was able to figure out which of these dreams from, pipe dreams, if you will, uh, from my using period were actually worth pursuing, and which ones were just that, pipe dreams, and didn't need to be taken any further than the, the note in the notebook. So my compass ended up eventually taking me back to San Francisco Bay, where I started sailing again regularly, and I found that the intensity of the experience really jolted me back into the real world, uh, going sailing and, and learning the ropes from a, a kindly fellow who was eager to teach a newcomer like me Uh, brought me back and and gave me some of my executive functioning. It demanded it, demanded that I pay attention to my surroundings. And over time, I was able to gradually get my bearings again. And uh, the West Coast is my home. It's it's sort of where I belong. And thankfully, I think that I, I found my direction. And it still points even further west, looking to sail out the Golden Gate, who knows, to Mexico, Hawaii, beyond, westward ho. What's the saying? Something about go west, young man. And that was one of the notes in my notebook that actually inspired me and continues to inspire me to this day.
0: Charlie, that was great. Thanks for inspiring us today.
1: Oh, the pleasure is all mine.